Chicano leaders in the United States were like, we should celebrate this day because that's one time that we fucked up some Europeans. That's cool. What's that's complicated about it, though, is that like it's a great day. half the dudes on the other side were also Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is that clean. Welcome to This Dave in History. On this show, me and a recurring cast of idiots uh, talk about the greatest stories from history. And this week, the idiot in question is, again, Spencer Cavins. Yeah, this week, the idiot in question is actually not an idiot. He's actually pretty smart and has a lot to say. What do you know about Cinco de Mayo? Uh, you mean Drinko de Mayo? Come on, brother. <laughs> Come on, brother. Uh, I, 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 Mexican independent. What, it's Mexico's birthday? Uh, that's, all, that's what you know? I just, this is this is just the, the uh, me getting uh, collecting your base. Do you actually want to know everything I might know that, that I think I, I know? I about wanna, it? Yeah, I want to know what you think you know. I know that the guy who started it, I believe, was uh, was briefly usurped because he was displacing a lot of indigenous people in favor of American interests. This is what I've heard. And then there was oh. a highly favorable uh, revolutionary leader that was actually like exiled to the U.S. Came back, usurped him through military force. And was assassinated a year later, and that's a vague memory. I don't know if any of that's correct. I think you're just. Descri- I don't know. Yeah, it's not that. Am I just describing the plot to Lion King? I think that's the, that's okay. Lion King. That's the plot to Lion King. That's what King. it is. Bad. It's actually uh, May fifth. Yeah, Sigurdamas May fifth. Oh, I, I, what do you it? know about Siete de Mayo? <laughs> <laughs> It always gets overshadowed because it's May 5th, but yeah. I'm always more interested in the day before, which is May the 4th be with you. And, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 I hate that about you. Um, so I think what you're describing might be, I don't know, I think that might be Mexican independence, mm-hmm. like from Spain. This is So Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican independence. <clears throat> Cinco de Mayo is, it commemorates one battle during the... French and Mexican War, Franco-Mexican War, whatever you want to call it. So it's the Battle of Puebla. I think it's Puebla. That's it's at this right. place called Puebla de Los Angeles. So it's like... Is it actually? That's what it's, that's what it's called. But it's called the wow. Battle of Puebla. The so, Pebble of Los Angeles. So this is what happened. It's a very... It's one piece... It's not even that decisive of a victory mm-hmm. for the Mexicans. It like... Stri- like It is a, a decisive victory. It's not what I mean. It wasn't a strategic like win. It wasn't a turning point in the war. It was like... I think it might have been the first battle in the war. So the war, the French and Mexican war, Franco Mexican war, whatever you want to call it. They, uh, is what happened. There was a Mexican civil war in the late 50, 1850s. I think it's a 1860 or 1861. And it, that was basically like they had established a constitution in 56 or 57. And they were fighting about that. And it was literally the liberal party and conservative party. Those are their literal names. God, some things don't change. <clears throat> some huh? things never change. Also, Mexico, always in turmoil. Mm-hmm. Forever in turmoil. Like, the liberal party won out, right? So, like, they kind of pushed through this uh, constitution, and they're not unlike liberals today, like, very uh, much for separation of church and state. They want to diminish the role of the Catholic Church. They want to uh, minimize the power of the military and kind of and create a democracy. Okay. So this guy, President Juarez, becomes the president in 1861, mm-hmm. and liberal guy. And the conservatives are like, this sucks. We just lost the Civil War. This cuck is the president. Right. They go to France. <clears throat> they go to see Napoleon III. And uh, 
or maybe they don't see him. They eventually see him, but they kind of get to him. They like get word to him. They're like, hey, we would love a monarchy in Mexico. Did, did it, they actually went to him? I think eventually they ended a lot of these conservative Mexicans who lost the revolution ended up in, in France. They had to have like a coyote sneak them into France. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The <laughs> they still have to illegally break it. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they build the wall around yeah. France. They so they talked to the, Napoleon is like they 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 basically go to the French and they go, We would we hate we hate democracy. Mm. We would love a monarchy. We 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 want to go back to having like a Mexican empire. Mm-hmm. We don't want fucking whatever people to vote i guess yeah. we want that we want to bring together the catholic church and the government blah 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 and napoleon the third is like uh no it doesn't seem right like number one uh if i do that the united states will be pissed off you know what i mean like that's gonna be uh a bad deal for me because i can't remember what year the monroe doctrine is from but basically the monroe doctrine in the united Thanks. states 1531 that's yep that's correct yeah uh, basically states that the United States, their position is no European powers can, like, colonize the Americas. Mm-hmm. We will not recognize you. It's a problem for us. Yeah. And so two things happen. In 1861, when Juarez becomes the president, he uh, starts defaulting on his loans to France, to Britain, and to Spain. He's like, enough of this foreign influence, yeah. enough of this. We, we just can't afford it. They're like, after the Civil War, Mexico's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. So that happens. So France is like, well, we kind of have pretext. Why do you keep looking at me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's Josh, Josh Cabaza is about to default on the loan for this studio. <laughs> Cabaza. <laughs> <laughs> so there, that happens. And what else happens in 1861? No, but when you can't get a bank loan, it's horrible. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's systemic. Totally. What else happens? This is a test. What else happens in 1861? Uh, I don't know. Was this something in the U.S. that was the American Civil War? Oh, kicked off in 1861. So Napoleon is like, we have pretext to go there and say, hey, where's our money? Number one. Number two, uh, the U.S. is distracted right now. What are they going to do? Come get us? Oh, interesting. And so France gets together with Britain and uh spain and they go we should go over there and get our money right and they're like yeah they're like, we should go and so they said they all send their navies to um veracruz wait wait this Coast. is so fucked so hold on <laughs> mexican conservatives go to france yep spend all that time they swim to france they break yep. in they get yep. to bonaparte's place Posed as maids got in talked to bonaparte <laughs> oh, yep. and then and then asked for help and then his response is he invades them well they're with him. Oh, they're, they're they, hell. Oh, they're I They're like, see, we I want see. you to come. So we're, they're like, we want you to come establish a monarchy in Mexico, which is kind of like, I had to go back and read up like on some of their motives because I, I try to understand it because it is kind of like, bitch shit. They're like, totally, you yeah. be our dad? Yeah. I would, I would rather have like a, a bad American <clears throat> president than like a yeah. great Chinese dictator. Right. Like a foreign power come in and rule. That seems odd. Yeah, I don't know what the fucking deal is. Well, so they France goes down there. They bring Britain. They bring Spain with them. Britain and Spain don't know that France is like up to something. Mm-hmm. So they all show up and they're like talking to the Mexican government, President Juarez, who's in charge of the Republic of Mexico, right? That's President what, that's Aaron the, that's Suarez. The government. Yeah, President Aaron Suarez. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> He's uh, so they show up and then they're like talking, whatever, and then it becomes clear to. Britain, Spain, that what France is up to. 
And so Britain goes to, they make a deal with the Mexican government, the Republic of Mexico, President Juarez. They go, hey, listen, you pay us back like this, whatever. It's all good. We're just going to get out of here. Spain, too. They're like, yeah, we're going to get out of here. And they go to France like, we, we don't care. Do whatever you want. And so uh, the French just start landing troops in on the Gulf Coast of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mexico City is like way inland. So Juarez... President Juarez moves his government, I don't know where, away from Mexico City mm-hmm. and um, preparing for the French to try to invade. And mind you, the French are with like some of the people that he fought in the revolution just yeah. before this. Fucking traitors, dude. Mm-hmm. So the, they know that the French have to pass through Pueblo to get to Mexico City. So the French show up to Pueblo with like 6,000 people, 6,000 troops and, you know, like artillery and shit and because he moved the government he just round, he just looks around like who who wants to go fight the french and he scrounges up two thousand dudes which is like it's so often in history the a battle is just like who's around yeah you know what i mean right. you just go like hey you want to go fight the french like a yeah. like 50 miles from here or wherever and some dudes like i gotta work in the morning but yeah uh-huh i gotta i gotta go home right after that yeah. So they go down there with two thousand troops and by the way, France kind of started that. The the, yeah. the Napoleon the Conqueror was like the first uh he's attributed for creating like a people at arms. Oh really? Yeah. Which had a huge um, influence on like World War One. Everybody you had your standing armies yeah. and then you Lord I, I don't want to derail this. I know we're tight on time. No, but no, like no, yeah. he was the you know, after the French Revolution, it's like we just are an armed people. Right. And then that became like a doctrine that many countries took Sh- after. Shout Apparently, out Second Amendment. Yeah. Shout so Dos Amendmente. They go to, you know, the translate for him. <laughs> they go, they go to Pueblo. They go to Pueblo, yeah. and they whip the French. They beat them up real good, and uh, but that's just, this is just the beginning of the occupation. God, the French suck. This goes on for that's 1862. That's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, this goes on until 1867. Wow. So the French eventually do take Pueblo. Like a year later, they eventually make it to Mexico City. And Napoleon um, gets this guy, Archduke Maximilian I from Austria, to be the emperor of Mexico, which is like, I don't know a lot of us. You seem like you might. There's just like the royal families in Europe are all the same family. Yeah, cousins. Yeah, that's right. They all share bloodline. So this guy is like, I think it's one of those guys. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, that's why Napoleon is like, just go be in charge of France. And, you know, it's our thing. You're the guy. Maximilian, his name is Maximilian, first of all. He shows up, and he's like, I'm the guy. And uh, they fight with Juarez. Juarez never leaves Mexico. He's the president of the Republic of Mexico the whole time. He never leaves. He's like, uh, what's his face in, um, uh, over there? Who's fighting Russia right now? Putin? No. The oh, 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 uh, Zelensky. Zelensky. He's yeah. like Zelensky. Okay. He's there. His boots on the ground. He's That's on the so cover cool. of Vanity Fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. He's tweeting. Jimmy Fallon's interviewing him over Zoom. Yeah, he's on Jimmy yeah. Fallon. He's 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 that guy. Right. He comes up close to Texas all the time. He's um like uh the he's kind of the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So him and uh and his people are fighting Maximilian and his people. In I think in eighteen sixty five when the civil war is over napoleon is like fuck it's they're coming for us because mm-hmm. the u.s does, every european state recognizes the 
uh, Napoleon's empire in Mexico, but the U.S. does not. Hmm. And once the Civil War is over, Juarez sends a letter to Maximilian, and he goes, if I was you, I would get the fuck out of here because it's about to get real hard for you. By the way, I love these are like stories that have replicated themselves in like the world yeah. wars. I love these moments. And I know it's just sheer like American patriotism, but all these moments Hell like when yeah. Pearl Harbor happened and Churchill said, Uh-oh. I think we just won the war. Like Hell all of yeah. those moments, it's like, dude, we're just the deciding factor. Dude, I, I it's the shit. It's so sick. We start sending <laughs> supplies to the Mexicans. We start sending like guns. We start saying there, there's a couple of cases where like American troops go over the Texas border and like fuck up a town. Mm-hmm. And then Maximilian will go to the, to the U.S. and be like, hey, man, you're not in this. And they're like, well, any, any troops that end up in Mexico, they're they're not American troops. Is this anymore. all post Alamo? This is all post Alamo. This is all post Alamo. Wow. Yeah, this is not that far, though. This is 30 years after the Alamo. We went and fucked up a town we didn't even know it was the bad guys. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't know. I was shooting them. Just for fun. <laughs> but we, it was such a badass thing that they, they would like warn us. And we go, once the boys go over the border, we don't know what they do. They're not working for us anymore. Yeah. Right. So it was kind of like look the other way. But we, were, we kept sending them troops. We negotiate with Napoleon, the U.S., Napoleon mm-hmm. III. We go, hey, uh, you should leave. Cut your losses. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, there's no, there's no, like your withdrawal has to be like unequivocal. There's no, is that the word I'm looking for? Unequivocal. Yeah. Un- unequivocal. I think. What do I, what do I mean? Uh, fuck. There's like, I, no, I know. Un- Damn. Fuck. Did I write I'm, it down? I'm, I'm, uh, uh, unconditional. Unconditional. Unconditional surrender. Unconditional yeah. surrender, withdrawal, yeah. whatever. And Napoleon's like, okay, we'll be out of here in a year. That's 1866. They they actually the French leave a lot quicker than that. They leave like within like nine months or something. So yeah. before sixty seven, they're out. There's still some French troops there. Maximilian remains, uh, but it's no it's no longer the Mexican Empire. They call it the Second Mexican Empire. Is no longer affiliated with France. It's just its own thing. And so war is getting more support from the U.S. And he goes, well, it's time to go fuck them up. And just end this. Maximilian is not leaving. He's like, no, this is my thing. I'm the guy. Yeah. And um, they end up down near Mexico City. I can't remember where. They, Juarez's men, get a, a Mexican soldier who was fighting for Maximilian mm-hmm. to, they basically, they basically bribe him. They pay him in gold to just, like, leave the gate open. And, and he does. And so they go in capture everybody most importantly to capture maximilian take yeah. him prisoner now he's like royalty you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he's uh like a made dude in europe and war as he was a, he was a duke he was a duke archduke so literally yeah i mean it's the he's, same the, the murder of one of these fuckers started the first world war right and they just got him so yeah. they captured him and they put him on trial mm-hmm. they, it was like a they did like a military court martial Juarez sentenced him to death and all these European powers were like, don't do it. Like, please don't kill this guy. Just send him back. Mm-hmm. We're sorry. Don't kill this guy. And Wars was like, fuck that. Like, we have to set a precedent that European powers cannot just come into Mexico and do whatever they want. Yeah. And so they killed him. And Juarez is now the president again. And it's it's ironic because Juarez goes, he, you know, he's back in power. He's in Mexico City. And he's like, all right, it's been six years of this bullshit, five years of this bullshit. I'm going to have to undo a bunch of shit that this guy did. 
but surprisingly, Maximilian was pretty liberal. Like all the things that the conservatives hated that war has put in place, the reason they wanted a monarch. Yeah. Um, Maximilian kind of agreed with. He didn't change that much, you know. And Maximilian actually, when he came to Mexico, uh, Napoleon was like, "Hey, go there. They got a lot of silver. They got a lot of this. Whatever. Take that. We'll bring it back to Europe." And he was like, "No, I don't think that's fair. Like we." the resources in Mexico should be for the Mexican people. So he was also kind of, it's con- everyone's a kind of a good guy. Because he was a better leader than like Mexican presidents today. Basically. Yeah. So they, they killed him and they, like a bachelor party happening outside. And uh, they, I guess everyone in Mexico liked Juarez so much that even though it's against the constitution, he ran and won a second term in like 71. Wow. Something like that. But all that, that's like the all the backstory behind like, Cinco de Mayo, which is just one war, like one battle in that whole story. That's interesting. Yeah, but they don't and celebrate it in Mexico. Yeah, it's not. It's not a big deal in Mexico. It's not even a federal holiday. Mm-mm. This I do know is that uh, Cinco de Mayo is uh, the reason that it's so widely celebrated here was beer companies in the eighties. I think Mexico right. probably like Corona. I'm guessing like the bigger like Mexican beer companies were just looking for a date to commercialize Mexican beer. It sounds cool. Specifically, too. it totally does. Yeah. yeah. Like the name is good. I, what I read was that there was like that battle symbolized. Like it's a big deal where it happened in mm-hmm. Pueblo. It's still not a holiday, but they're like, yeah, we did it. Yeah, Maybe they celebrate in that state. But they're yeah. but like, I don't know if you call them revolutionaries or whatever Chicano leaders in the United States were like, we should celebrate this day because that's one time that we fucked up some Europeans. That's cool. What's that's complicated about it though is that like it's a great day. It was you were also just like. Everybody else, like half the dudes on the other side, were also Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is that clean. Yeah. And then I think it just got taken over by like like that idea came to America in that small amount for like Mexican Americans, and they're like, yeah, that's kind of us. And then like yeah, like Corona, it was like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And now it's fucking no one celebrates it, but guys that look like you. <laughs> okay, I don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. You, but you do. I don't drink. Y- yeah, but you did. I don't think I ever have. I celebrate the Battle of the Bulge. Is that right? Every year. Okay, well, how do you celebrate that? By just having a huge bulge. <laughs> you going to say that. massive bulge all day. <laughs> I kind of celebrate the Battle of the Bulge every day. You think so? Yeah. Brother. Brother. St- stand up, take a look down. <laughs> I've seen it. Take a peek into my lap. I've seen it. Yeah. I got freaking, I got Nazis fighting the allied forces right here in my pants. <laughs> I got Nazis in my pants. Yeah. That. Yeah. But By they're the way, losing. Some skinheads. The Nazis are losing the Battle of the Bulge. It's a turning time. point. A big, a huge turning point. If that's the Battle of the Bulge, what's D-Day? My asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Just, Pearl Harbor. No, no, no. My asshole, my <laughs> asshole is D-Day because it's, it's a wet and filled with sand. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> your, your asshole is D-Day because it has just a... The a bunch of broken off members of American <laughs> soldiers. It's just filled with the remains of yeah. good old boys. No, and you know tank traps. My like little metal axe. My axe is just filled with jacks. Those like yeah. little kid toys. So that's that kind of nice. looks like there's. You know what I was thinking? That's cool. What's the President Juarez? Yeah. How cool to go to war and your last name is Juarez. It's right up there. It's like if Josh's last name was Comedy As. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Josh Comedy As. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Josh Comedy As. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy As. Josh Comedy As. <laughs> I was thinking more like Josh, like podcast producer. Is. Yeah, no. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Lease Signer As. <laughs> Josh, is, Josh is a businessman. 
I know he is. You know? I know he is. And and that's all because the bottle, the bottle, the battle of Puebla. Mm-hmm. Puebla. Did I say Puebla earlier or Pueblo? I said Puebla. <clears throat> I think Puebla. I, did, I, hope I don't know. That's interesting. I wonder what the story that I, because to be honest, uh, my, my girlfriend had just gone, we went on a long walk yesterday and she yeah. had just listened to a podcast Guys about Cinco de Mayo. No, but she was telling me all about a podcast about Cinco de Mayo that she listened to. Mm-hmm. And I remember like bits of yours coincided with hers, but I'm like, man, she, I don't know what podcast well, she was listening to. <laughs> you know what's funny is like when you, when you start looking up this stuff, there's a lot of different angles on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's a lot of different ways to think about because it is highly connected to the Civil War. Right. It is highly connected to like the French occupation. Um, it's like it kind of sits at the in between those two things. Yeah, I think she might have she might have taken it a bit further back. Yeah, because I think that the the it was I think it was about like a a liberal presidente. Yeah, um, a presidente uh, usurping. Yeah, I think that that is probably the. It's called the. I think it's called the Reform War or Reform Wars, uh-huh. which was relate. That's the civil war that happened between the conservatives and liberals, which then led to that president being in power, right. which then led to them going right. to France. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, I guess what I what I have or thought was most interesting is like Cinco de Mayo on. Because I just mm. think it's so like it was such an interesting. Um, uh, like last ditch effort to colonize the Americas. Yeah, you know what I mean. The French mm-hmm. were like one more time, and then we were like, no. Right. Even America was like, no, we're the last ones. The day is done. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. The day is done. It's crazy too. We fucked up the Mexicans a lot. We really fucked up. as Americans. Like we mm-hmm. fucked them up. We took Texas. Yeah. Um, and then like twenty five, thirty years later, we're defending them, but in our own interest, which just defines like every American war. Hmm. Probably since then, yeah. it's just like we we don't fight we don't really like anybody, but it's like we just need you to be good so that we're good. We bomb people into being our friend. Yeah, totally. Like tr- that's truly, how you met your yeah. girlfriend, right? She's Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's here. It, it's it's uh, Hiroshima. Yeah. She's here because her her uh, her grandpa was at a military base, which and met her grandma who was Japanese, and then brought her back to fucking imagine going from Japan to just living. In like Oklahoma or no Arkansas, yeah. they moved to Arkansas, and she was. Wait, just, was he a Japanese soldier? No, 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 no. He was a white guy. Oh, really? A white soldier from Arkansas. Yeah. That was deployed in Japan. Met his wife, a Japanese one, brought her back to Arkansas. She was never allowed to meet another human being for the rest of her life, yeah, and just good. stayed at home and barely spoke English in Arkansas. Well, there's nobody in Arkansas speaks English, anyways. That's true. Yeah, she could have gotten by just fine with Japanese, probably. Yeah. Arkansas is like ninety percent nonverbal. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah You just yeah, point yeah. to a milk carton and the guy. There's some beautiful parts of Arkansas. But the, 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 you know what sucks? Arkansas is one of those places where it's like, uh, you ever been to Fort Smith, Arkansas? Mm-mm. It's right on the border with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And that corner of Oklahoma, like that upper eastern, northeastern part of Oklahoma, northwestern part of Arkansas is beautiful. It's like right at the bottom of the uh, um, Ozarks, mm-hmm. right? Um but every but but it the, just the nature is beautiful. So like yeah, every like other part. The towns yeah. are like here's, here's an old town. Like it still looks old and shitty. Well, it's like West Virginia is like what the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Like there's I, I'm beautiful places in West Almost Virginia. Heaven. Yeah, and then there's West like Virginia. there's literally the incest family. I'm I, oh I, sh- I wish I'd come better prepared. I would have taught you about the uh, the incest family in West Virginia. It's our royal family. Who you white people? There's a an incest household. 
oh, really? of this mangled family tree, and they all live together. And one of the guys is like in his 40s, and his name Sick. is Ray. God, I'm blanking on their last name. Chenevay? <laughs> no. Uh, Ray Romano. And, Ray Kump? Uh, but he like literally barks. Like They're so inbred that like, oh, he yeah. communicates like, <laughs> Oh, I think man, he was trying to get five minutes on a show. <laughs> he bar- yeah, he barks outside Josh's studio. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, adios. See.